0: Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live the the Fuel. Welcome to Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, I'm bringing on a new co-host for you who airs from a little island uh, known as Costa Rica. And historically very beautiful place. Uh, but obviously, if you follow uh, the news, especially here in the US of A in North America, um, they've had a little bit of a traumatizing experience. We'll just say that uh, the East Coast and those islands down there are usually in a big path of hurricane force, goodness and badness. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so uh, but let, let me give you a little background on this young lady joining our show. So Shauna is our co host today. And I'll give you the full intro in a minute here. But she started out in very mind-oriented therapy with a master of arts in counseling, Uh, but life had other plans. Uh, Her body began to speak so loudly through a number of diagnoses and symptoms that after years of suffering, she was required to listen, which most of us should. So learning to listen to her body took her on a long journey of learning and self-discovery and led Shauna to the world of energy and consciousness-based therapies, which combined so well with the parts she loved about counseling. Uh, Actually, I'm loving this balance here. So her main modality, body talk, is a combination of the feminine energy of intuition and Eastern healing philosophies and the (laughs) masculine energy of Western science, psychology, uh, epigenetic research, just the way she likes it. Uh, So her online practice focuses on women's trauma, healing from it, and how it is connected to the autoimmune illness, mental health issues, and other health problems women suffer. So near her home in Costa Rica, she's constantly inspired by the strength of the local women. She meets where she gets to volunteer and had a free energy clinic, which I wanna find out more about. So without further ado, our co-host today is Shauna Peters and her website is theshelteringyou.com. Welcome to the show.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much, Scott. I'm um, just love the bio. really happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Nice. <laughs> it's always tricky to write in third person about yourself, I find. but
0: Well, yeah. I appreciate it because it makes it easier for me to promote you. So <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. I've been told that I have the gift of gab, so I try to make you guys sound good. And you have a there very you. unique bio. I love it.
1: <laughs> well, thank you.
0: <laughs> and real quick, because I'm a marketing guy, what sure. got you to create the shelteringyou.com, Y-E-W.
1: Okay. So Y-E-W is a tree. Oh. So the yew tree. I'm a little bit obsessed with trees. I name my business after a tree. I named my daughter after a tree. And um, I just really like trees. Right. Um, yew tree just has some amazing symbolism. Um, so it grows in milder climates. Um, it doesn't grow here in Costa Rica or where I'm from in Canada. Too cold. Um, and it just, um, I love the concept of the tree and the three parts. It's got the roots, it's got the trunk and it's got the leaves. And so the trunk is like you yourself. Hmm. The, the, the leaf canopy is like, um, those you're in community and connection with and the roots, like your past, what holds you, holds you in place. So I just love the symbolism of
0: trees. Well, it's funny. Cause a lot of, a lot of, uh, professions, I'll leave it at that. Uh, use the tree uh, graphically image imagery wise right so like people think mm-hmm. about it from their like their genealogy their history um I- i've used it in the business world just to represent like the pipeline right like your pipeline is literally the force coming up through the trunk and then it's you know branches out into maybe different projects different initiatives etc so there's so many ways to use a tree but and the mm-hmm. best part especially the root system i love reflecting on that because so many people focus on the big pipeline so to speak but they forget like What are all the things that are fueling that's my little buzzword there, fueling (laughs) that growth of that tree, that trunk? You know, everything that has to get into that trunk that eventually will grow and build out to a beautiful plume, if that's the style of species it is, of the branches. And I can geek out with you on trees because I used to work for the Forest Service. So
1: (laughs) I um, love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So my job was to actually make sure they didn't burn to the ground. So,
1: right. Yes. Important. Um, Yeah. And, Yeah, you know, and the roots are so amazing. It's like this network, and it's almost like trees. I've been reading a lot about them, and the newer studies that are coming out is actually like they can communicate through their roots. It's almost Mm -hmm. like, you know, the the neural pathways like we have in our in our in our brain, and um, so trees are just really fascinating. And now, I mean, we can do such amazing research on. Uh, things because we have so many instruments. And
0: well, you're definitely yeah. at a higher level when it comes to recognizing the pathways of energy and everything else because you've been really digging into it. I'm, I would like to consider myself more noob because I can thank uh, actually having the famous Dr. Jack Cruz on the show, who's a famous mm. neurosurgeon and neurologist, and, and just helping understand things like blue light. Like, for example, right now for our video feed. Here's my new uh glasses. I should be actually wearing these right now. So I don't know. Right. If, I don't know if here, I'm gonna there you go. Wow, I haven't done this yet. First podcast rocking the new glasses. So. All
1: right, my daughter is just telling me, Mom, you need to get those. So
0: according to Jack Cruz, this is gonna help me not die. <laughs> he takes okay. it to that seriously of a level. Cause when we All did right. his episode back in episode fifty one, he was wearing not this exact model, but he was wearing yep. blue light filtering glasses. And admittedly it is 750 p.m right now so I should start filtering this type of frequency out of my uh, retinas out of my eyes because it does supposedly obviously affect um, your your sleep habits really like actually according yeah. to him the strongest concentration or production of melatonin happens behind the eye mm-hmm. never knew that
1: yeah. And um, yeah, we have epidemics of people with insomnia. And I mean, people, lots of people actually feel like they're sleeping, but they're not really resting. Mm. And that's a pretty big health concern for sure.
0: Oh, my fiance, she, maybe she can maybe you can guide her. Um, <laughs> she, she, she's a, she's an equine vet, horse doctor, chiropractic doctor as well. So she, oh, she, she doesn't really dig on the energy piece. Mm-hmm. But I know she understands the value of obviously manipulation, adjustments, uh, tissue. They, they even have her other uh, doctor for her practice actually specializes in acupuncture as well. So mm-hmm. these are three strong ladies, three mm-hmm. horse vets. She's got the Cairo niche. The other one's got the acupuncture and the other one's just traditional. So uh, back to your point on since you specialize working with women, um, I just thought it was kind of cool. But her sleep habits are terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> She sits there playing the iPad, watching television right now. Probably, I don't know. But I was like, I love, I love her. I was like, babe. I was like, let's let's dial that back at the end of the night. Let's help your brain quiet down. Because yeah, you can probably back this up. Rest and recovery, R and R. We use that term in military. We use that term in my firefighting career. R. We we use it in fitness. I tell people, like, guys, like, do not underestimate the power of R and R, aka rest and recovery. Can you speak to yeah. that?
1: Yeah, um, I really value rest. And we've moved away from that. I mean, people, you know, before all modern medicine, people rested a lot, especially when they were sick. And now, you know, and sometimes you just need to do it, you need to pop that, you know, Advil or whatever and go. But we do that so often that we're not resting, we're trying to be at work and be doing everything um, and just numbing the pain, covering it up. Okay. And so, yeah. And so there's a really big difference too in the body. Um, when we're constantly on the go, we're setting off that fight or flight um, yes. mechanism in the body. And so the body, what happens is the blood pressure goes up, the heart rate goes up and all energy is diverted away from your normal functions. Like digesting and doing all the stuff that you need to do. Those aren't
0: life-saving functionalities. So it's like, great, let's move away from that.
1: (laughs) Yes. So the point is when we stay there too long, um, and we're not in rest and digest mode ever, we are just breaking down at a much more rapid rate than we really need to be.
0: And obviously maybe you can speak to this. I don't know if you get into this, but, uh, I'm sure you've heard of adrenal fatigue.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm getting into more hormonal studies in my my own biohacking days these days, especially since I've had other people on to talk about epigenetics and things like that, which is part of your niche. Right. Uh but we talked a lot about the power of rest and recovery and the fact that you keep pushing that. You know, this whole you know, joke around like, Oh man, I'm hardcore, man, we're we're burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> you're gonna burn out and you you're gonna are. have some serious health side effects. Uh, but I mean, do you ever do you get into some of that with your clients as well? Like d- discussing this point of, I mean, y- you hit the point of adrenal fatigue. That's a pretty bad place at, to be at.
1: Yes. So I have hit that place in my life. Oh, you um, personally? Yes. So um, I struggled all the way from when I was a teenager with fatigue. And so I'm not sure quite when I crossed the line into adrenal fatigue. Um, but that is a really bad place to be. It does not feel good.
0: And it's not easy to kind of bounce right back from, right? Cause you're already so nope. far into the, in the hole.
1: Yeah. Because okay. that is the spare energy. That's the backup. So when you've burnt that out, then the backup is gone and you just don't have that anymore. Hmm. And so for me, um, What I had to come to after many years was dealing with um, trauma in my life. Um, Because when we've experienced trauma, that can mean we have so many reactions. Um, We're very reactive to circumstances around us that remind us of those past circumstances, or maybe our body can just simply never relax. Um, Something that happens to people who've suffered trauma is that they become hypervigilant and hypersensitive, or they kind of go the other way and just lose all sensitivity. So in either direction, we're going to be pushed way too far.
0: Can I ask a question on that? Yeah. So, Yeah. I mean, obviously, because again, I'm not interviewing you. We're, ha- we're having a co-hosting relationship here. So I, I feel like I'm, again, to our listeners, guys, I love you, but I need to get some nooks and crannies for myself here too. Um. So like when I was doing the wildland firefighting, I mean, I think you know a little bit about my background. I've talked before about, I didn't realize when I was doing it, that that was such an extreme piece of mm. my life. Like you're doing 16 hour shifts on the fire line, hiking in the mountains, you got to Forty to fifty pound backpack. I was a sawyer my second year. I was hiking with a chainsaw on my shoulder all day long. Granted, we get strong, we get fit. But I know we we joked around, like we would run our, our fire season ran from April to September, end of September. And everybody wow. called August Dirty August. Because mm-hmm. just it's like listen, man, you got one month left. It's just like just <laughs> get get through that. One month left. Um, and it sounds like I wasn't necessarily traumatized but part of my training part of the repetitive you know always being we, we call it like listen you got to keep your essay up it's situational awareness we were constantly like it was literally part of our life-saving practices like listen everybody's got to keep their essay up everybody's got to have their head on a swivel you're monitoring ember wash mm-hmm. falling in from a wildfire nearby or you're watching out, make sure that dude next to you with the chainsaw doesn't cut you or wielding it all these things it's like I right. felt I felt that was just I mean, trust me. I slept great every single night under the stars when we were camping because <laughs> mentally and physically, I'm like, "Thank God, I'm going to pass out." And I usually slept straight through the night unless there was a, you know, bathroom break needed or something because we were constantly hyper, hyper uh, hydrating like crazy. Right. So, yeah. I mean, so I wasn't traumatized. I mean, would you? St- would you, I? Don't know. Would you rate that as a trauma, or would you see it as something different?
1: Yeah, I think. Trauma, like the definition now really depends by per person. So something that can be really traumatizing to one person may not be to someone else. It really depends whether it overwhelms your capacity to deal with it. That's really now the functioning definition of trauma. So, you know, you me and a sibling could have a very similar experience with a parent and it could be devastating and traumatic to one and just roll off the other one's back, you know? Okay. So how did you, um, how did you recover from that? What did you do for yourself when you were done in September?
0: <laughs> I found the power of, uh, well, the programming I follow from since 2010 when I did that was at the end of the fire season, you know, I figured, okay, I'm going to recharge So I booked a trip to Ireland, went and backpacked the island, which is funny because people are like, wait a minute, didn't you just spend the entire summer backpacking? I'm like, good point. Um, (laughs) But I wanted to try and stay in the culture as much as possible. You know, you take buses here and there to connect from city to city, but I I just wanted to be like no rental car, whatever, stay in hostels. So did that for like almost two weeks, came back, went to a personal trainer event and I just noticed my workout energy hadn't restored. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, Hey, it's been now We shut down into September. That was a middle of October trip. Then I went to this uh, training event in Boston to do some CEU credits. And I was like, Oh, I took a class on toxicology of the body. Was oh, the interesting. Of the interesting. Huh? Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you take for granted that your liver and your kidneys and, and your natural body's functionality is designed to not just, oh, I'm, I'm filtering things out so I can go urinate, for example. like There's way more things going on behind the scenes. Your literally body is capable of detox, detoxing itself and ha- handling detoxification up to a point of wherever your health or your state of health is at. So that's where yeah. I was like, oh, I might be pretty beat down. Maybe I need a reboot.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: one of the instructors, she was connected with a nutrition company that I still work with called isogenics some people get it some people don't I don't care but I was like okay I will I will take one of their like nutritional reboot like for the next 30 days I'm still eating my whole clean foods and stuff like that but I'm, I'm adding in these vitamin regimens and nutritional cycles to just like jack my nutrient density back up to right. where it needed to be yeah uh, which admittedly our food is nutrient deficient so that was already an issue anyway so <laughs> I thought okay so literally I started feeling good right Mm -hmm. Then I was actually following their cleansing and detoxing program, which I've Mm -hmm. never done. So -hmm. that was what taught me to this day that I now still, I still go through these cleansing and detoxification cycles uh, throughout the year. And people are like, well, I thought your body already detoxifies itself. I was like, aren't you Mr. Health nut? And I was like, yeah, I'm healthier now, which makes my, my cleanses just goes that much easier. And I can also experiment more, have fun. I I do, I, I play with intermittent fasting now and, I'm experimenting with ketogenic stuff and I'm, right. I'm now doing the biohacking. So I just, I just fast forwarded from 2010 to now. So yeah. Yeah, I found incorporating in cleansing fasted states, uh, allowing your body to not focus on digestion. Like you kind of, you, know, you said earlier, right? Like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm just, I made my body focus on the detoxification process, not your three square meals a day or whatever my lifestyle was when I was firefighting. Um, And yeah, like within two weeks, all of a sudden I had this like, boom, like this explosion of energy. And I was like, whoa, what was that? (laughs) And my coach at the time, she's like, well, that's what happens when your body actually gets what it's been missing. Right. She's like, you were living on MREs and whatever they fed us at the fire camps and cliff bars and whatever they stuck in our brown bag lunches that we jammed in our backpack and hiked into the mountains with. I look back now and I'm like, that was not setting us up for success. And my body paid for it. So does that help answer it a little bit? <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I really like what you said, you know, like when you start thinking about what does your body do? Like, when do we learn that? We kind of learned that in grade like seven or eight. Yeah, you forget seven. about that. You forget and take it for granted. It does not matter that much to you at that time.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, wait, I'm in a science class. I feel like I'm smarter now. And I'm like, and yeah, then like one year, not even one year, probably six months goes by and you've already forgotten it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But when you stop to think, I think like the liver has over 800 functions that it alone does.
0: Like that's a new number for me. I like that.
1: You know, that is intense, 800 different functions. And then you stop to think about like all the different organs, endocrines and body parts that are going on. And then we have non-physical parts to us. So those are the energy parts and you know, that's, that's a lot going on. And, um, so that was something that I had to learn for myself to move from like chronic illness and autoimmune illness was not to just nourish the physical body, but um, oh, to yeah, that nourish. Was, that was
0: my starting point, right? We, we yeah. focus on the physical because that seems to be the yeah. fastest.
1: Yes. Right? And you need that. Yeah. 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 And then, um, so I started with that. I had a natural health practitioner and she was really great. She actually um recovered from lupus herself. Oh wow. So yeah, I knew I was in good hands. And um, but then I started into meditation. And um when I would see myself in meditation, that's where I started. Um, so when I was young, there'd be all these um world vision commercials on TV, and you'd see these terribly emaciated children and
0: that was a we, we all grew up with that.
1: I know. that like, is. Our it generation. takes
0: five cents a day. <laughs> yes. And, and, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so that was what my internal self looked like when I would visualize it. And I had to, um, that's why in my work, I've started calling myself an intern, uh, inner world explorer and guide. So that was my next step after nutrition was looking at what is going on internally. Like I am internally emaciated. I don't know how to take care of my internal world. I don't know how to journey through it. Like I don't have a map. And, and this for is it. still
0: before energy, right? We're talking about mindset, emotional state, stuff like that, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. This came to me. I went to an acupuncturist, and he said you need to start meditating. And I was like, No, like I'm never gonna do that.
0: You, they, uh, I've been there. Let's let's be real. Like, come on. If I went back just ten years, I'm like, I know. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like ten years ago, I didn't even do yoga. Uh, yeah. Now I love I love cycling and yoga from time to time, and and I'm still. I, I'm not very consistent with my meditation. I know the value. I just, <laughs> but I tell people too. I've had some good coaches, and they say, "Listen, like just fit it in when it feels right." Mm-hmm. And part mm-hmm. of it was, did they tell you that you need a meditation for quieting the mind? Because that's what I was told. Because I'm so go go go. I just have yeah. I can get a lot done. I'll just say that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, my mind is a busy place. Yes, yeah.
0: and that's I mean, again. That's the I see. Some people say it's a problem. I'm like, actually, no, channel that as a strength. It's like, listen, if you're high energy and you can go, 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 cool, but just Mm -hmm. be aware of it, Mm -hmm. like you said, your inner inner world, right? Like, okay, what can I do positively with that? And how do I keep it on check? Make sure I don't go off the rails and just overexert myself so far that yes I end up up injuring myself
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly well and it's a funny thing about meditation people like get weirded out they think they need to put on a rope and be really intense about it or something and absolutely not that is not how I approach meditation you know if I have three no chanting (laughs) no I mean I do all those fun things too but on a regular basis what I actually more often do is like um, if I have three minutes, I'll sit down and I'll say, I'm not going to run the world for three minutes. Hmm. That's how I start off to myself. It's nothing fancy. So when that thought comes up, I just let it flow by. Cause I'm just not going to run the world for three minutes. I mean, you can do guided meditation. There's all kinds of cool stuff out there, but oh, you got, can I got
0: apps I just turn on now. Uh, there's an app that just plays like soothing music. Yeah. Do that for three to five minutes. Cool. Yeah. That's not hard.
1: I know it's not hard and don't stress about it. like I've been meditating for fourteen years now. Oh, I dumb-y. mean some days it is it can be those like very tranquil like ohm type moments and some days it's like an ADHD hamster on a wheel like <laughs> it, it's not like you're gonna accomplish it and be perfect at it. just just do it when you can fit it well, in
0: I think that goes back to. We were talking about nutrition and I tell this to people about cleansing and detoxing or in this case, yoga, meditation, fitness, like everyone wants everything now. Right. And anybody who really takes the time to slow down and think and it's like, okay, something major that you've achieved in your life, did it happen overnight? No, you had to start with at least something, a small step, like in this case, like maybe you turn that app on for one minute. Mm -hmm. Get get through a month. Maybe you put that into your calendar now and you said, great, I'm going to make sure I do that every single day. Doesn't matter when, maybe I'll try putting a reminder in and see if I can do that every single day at lunch. I don't know. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, 14 years ago compared to today, right? Like, well, how did you, you just gave us a little hint of how you started? And now like, how long do you meditate now?
1: It depends. I, the, actually the busier my life is, the more meditation I put in. Hmm. So sometimes I'm up, um, I do, uh, two 20 minute sessions a day wow. That's kind of where I am when I'm really busy.
0: Okay. But yes. and what I'm hearing from you though, the underlying point of what you just said was, Hey, I have a busy life. I'm going to shoot for a goal of two twenties, but I'm not saying, well, it has to happen at this time of the day. And maybe they got so busy that maybe I had to move on to tomorrow. So see, it sounds like you're still probably letting some flexibility in.
1: Yeah. And you know, if I'm really busy and I'm aiming for two, then I'll probably at least get one. There you
0: go. I talk to all the time. Like, listen, they say, oh, well, you got to put in 110%. I'm like, that's actually, that's not a bad idea because first of all, you've, physically can't put 110% in, like it's mathematically incorrect, it's 100%, <laughs> um, but it's like um, it's like racing, to so, okay, put in 110%, great, maybe you had an off day and you only hit 85 to 90, but if you were to set the goal, like, you know, I'm going to get about 85% because I want to s- save some energy, well, then you only performed at like 75 or 65, so it's like you got to set high goals, and it's okay if you don't hit that number. Because if yeah. you set the high goal, you'll, you'll get a much higher level of performance and results from yeah. at least trying to put yourself outside of your comfort zone and going for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. I was, um, a couple women in my community were meeting for um, a workout class on Friday mornings. And um, so six years ago, I actually was barely able to get out of bed. Wow. Um, my muscles could not repair um, after five minutes of walking in so a get, day.
0: Like, really? Just from a walk?
1: yeah just from walking like atroph- um, atrophy so it was just like they did not have i think what happened now i mean i'm not totally clear on that my Sounds mind neurological. Just, it was not not good um it was like <laughs> it was my body good. was trying to save the health of my internal organs and just like really like your muscles are sort of periphery right mm-hmm. if your body is just so um not working well um so they just could not repair and um What was I going to say? Right. So now I'm at this exercise class and, you know, um, it's taken until last year till I felt like my muscles are really returning to a place where I can push them hard. So, you know, that's five years of not doing a lot. So I'm not definitely not in the shape that some of these other women are. And let me tell you, people in Costa Rica. They expats down here like they love their exercise. Like there are some women who are just amazing. I love watching. Well, I hear I
0: hear if I go there I need to go learn to uh to surf there. Apparently the surf yeah. education's legit. I mean Yes, it very is. Very passionate yeah. culture for alignment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so some of these women who can do so much more than i can still at this point they're so critical of themselves you know and i think that's a huge difference too to what you're doing um you were just kind of mentioning that like whatever i'm doing in the day am i doing it with a critical attitude toward myself or am i accepting what i'm doing and you know okay today was crazy busy and i made it to 75 percent on that and i got like 1400 other things done I'm going to congratulate myself like job well done.
0: Okay.
1: And, uh, that's, yeah. Um, something I think that ties into that fatigue aspect, whether it's adrenal fatigue or what else we're doing, um, how we talk to ourselves has been a really big thing for
0: me. So, and actually since we're coming through the middle of the show here, I'm going to share the screen. Boom. There's the website. So, (laughs) What, everything you're talking about, I want to kind of connect it back to you and your brand. And I love the whole story of the tree. I think that's powerful. I love this, uh, your logo here with the, makes me think of actually for me, it connects to me at the solar level, but I actually, I have a feeling there's maybe some energy coming out of that. That's just me looking, <laughs> I mean, what do you, what is your logo stand for there? Because I'm just looking at it and I see energy, I see a sun. I mean, is there any purpose behind those little lines and those dashes coming out?
1: Yeah, that's cool. I actually didn't pick it for that. Um, See, I, everybody I love... sees things differently. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm so glad you said that. Um, I love Art Deco. It was like oh. that time period. They were coming out of the Victorian era, where it was very repressive, and you okay. know, women were really like taking up their own power and chopping off their hair and their skirts, <laughs> and you know, like finding their strength again. And so it just resonates with me. It's really clean, lined, and beautiful. And, and that's
0: just... is that actually your primary logo? Uh, I just have another, another variation of it
1: tree as well yeah, I was so gonna say, right because you have
0: tree top. thing. I figured you'd yeah. have the tree. Obviously there you go at yeah. the top here. So, yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, this could technically symbolize obviously the solar radiation, the solar energy, the energy being released from the sun, but then yeah. it could also symbolize in a different way. Uh, how roots reach out from a tree. Like if I was looking mm-hmm. straight down from the top of a tree and at the oh. center of this circle was your trunk and then boom, yeah. those are roots going outward.
1: Oh, that's a fascinating perspective. <laughs> I, I, I love like to, it.
0: I like to feel, this. This is how my brain works. I'm a marketing. I'm a marketing guy. I, I like to because yes. it's like you can now maybe you take something out of this. Maybe you can do something with that. I don't know. Like
1: exactly. I am going to write that down.
0: Boom. Yeah. Let's see, we got to leave with value. Right. <laughs> uh. So, but we're working with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. You have on here like for example, wrap yourself and nurture one one on one. Uh, you got lit from within group packaging, so it looks so it looks like you like to work with people one on one and group.
1: Yeah, I work either way, um, and they're both, I mean, equally great for people. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of depends where you feel you're at, and for some people, pricing. You know, okay. I want to make myself open to working with people um, at all different levels. So.
0: Well, and for your point of view, it's like okay, if I do a group session. Number one, it can get more budget-friendly for some people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then out of, let's say a group of five or four, maybe one person really connects with you. It's like, wow, this needs to be my next mentor, coach, whatever. Uh, So then that leads to a one-on-one type of relationship. Does that happen often?
1: Uh, Yeah, sometimes. And the neat thing about working in a group, so when I'm doing a session on a group and working on the energy of the group at one time, Mm being in a group, like amplifies energy work. So it's really fascinating. Um, so
0: just- I have read that you ladies, um, again, pardon my, my terms, but fuel, uh, it seems like you ladies feed and fuel off of each other's energy. You're for the most part, people say, Oh, women are so emotional. I'm like, well, no, I think they're just in a much better place than we are as far as being in touch with those energies. A- am I, am I on right on my own point on that?
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, men get taught that that's not okay to be manly. We're hopefully sort of moving into a new place with that. Um, and also women are just cyclical creatures by nature. So things move quicker. We're more flowing. I think mm. our energy is more flowing, whereas men's energy is more stable and there's, you okay. know, we need each other. Yeah. Both those energies are awesome.
0: Well, and that's, that's the other thing I kind of remind people of too. It's like, the reason you're not supposed to have the same energy, like, you know, it, we need to have differences. That's what makes us unique, but it makes us drawn to different people as well in our lives.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that was a very broad stereotype. I mean, within yeah. every person, there there's variations, like there's the color red, and then you go to the paint store, and there's so many variations on that. And that's what makes people just it's gotten, it's gotten
0: a little ridiculous, to be honest with you. Like, when I have, to go, when I have to go repaint something and I go back in a year or two, it's probably the same color, but they've now remarketed it with a different name. And I'm yeah, like, could name. you go back in your computer and confirm if this thing was the same thing that you had two, three years ago? Sorry, I just had to go off on that tangent because yeah. I, 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 every time I go back to a, a hardware store or a paint store or what, or even go online, it's like, oh my God, how many more color spectrums can we possibly create?
1: <laughs> I know. And like, who is that person sitting in a room that can come up with that many names for- yeah.
0: I mean, and if that, that's what they, all that's... they do, they must really love what they do. I mean- <laughs> They must, yes. The names of these colors yeah. just get a little crazy too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love reading them. <laughs>
0: it's impressive. And you know what? Hey, that's what uh, artists are very good at. It's got to be something from obviously an artistic mindset to do that. So- hmm Yeah. Um, but- something here that I, I was on your site earlier and I just got myself back here. So I, and for our listeners, I'm sharing her website. And again, you guys go to the and you can see what I'm seeing, but I went on uh, work with me, clicked on wrap yourself in nurture one-on-one. And then I'm going to read this here. So trauma is a big word, right? Cause I've already tried to dig in a little bit out of Shauna here. It sometimes seems like something that happens to other people in other places to refugees or veterans. Uh, but as I was hinting at like, Hey, there's different traumatic things that happen in our life. Um, I can relate to this because so I don't know if you followed me heavily on social media, but last night I went to the movies and my fiance never really got to go together because she's always on call as a doctor, but she came anyway. Mm-hmm. I was, and uh, I was like, listen, I was like, I'll pay for the ticket. I don't care if you get called out on emergency. We'll, we'll go back and watch another time. But the point was there's was a new, new movie that got premiered called only the brave. And okay. it's the story of the fallen hot sh- hotshots, the 19 hotshot wildland firefighters, my brothers that were killed in 2013 mm-hmm. in Arizona on a fire. They were all burned over. And obviously that's what I used to do. And right. literally in the movie, one of the fires they were talking about was, was called the Horseshoe 2 fire in the Chiricahua mountains of Arizona. And I'm like, I was assigned to that fire. We were on that wow. fire. They were on that fire. It's so like, we fought a lot of fires either together or similarly. So it was just interesting. So, it affected a lot of us, former firefighters and current firefighters, obviously seeing that much. That was the biggest firefighter loss since 9-11 in mm. New York City. Um, so that technically, emotionally, could, depending on how we experience it, isn't that also considered a trauma energetically? It's not, or maybe emotionally and energetically because it's not a physical trauma yeah. to me. I was not yep. physically harmed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I'll tell you, man, I was crying last night. Like I'm sitting there trying to fight it off. And, and and I, at the corner of my eye, I just like my fiance and I were sitting right next to each other and I noticed she was choking up a little bit. And I was just like, I could, my, my chest is fluttering. And I'm like, I just gotta, I just gotta roll with it, man. Just gotta go. Just let it out. (laughs) Just right. It's, it's emotional. And and, and she, she didn't really understand what I did. Uh, She never Mm -hmm. really knew that besides my photographs of me telling stories. But Mm. would you rank that? And there's, by the way, shout out to the ladies. There's a hotshot crew in Arizona. When I was fighting fire, there was four or five women on one of these crews. Like, wow! People were like, man, you guys were like the special forces of firefighting. I'm like, yeah. And and you know, females do this too. And they're like, no. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> some strong ladies. Some,
1: <laughs> so. So, some strong women. Yeah. But so,
0: so is that a, traumatic experience i think it's important for people hearing this to understand this word like you said it trauma is a big yeah. word i mean um and real quick i'm going to finish your point here on your website but you know but when you look inside take a deep breath and and um honest is the only word to describe some of the things that have happened to you and that's why i wanted to clarify with you i'm like okay am i using that word properly does it make sense with your profession and how you talk to people
1: Right. Well, there's certainly going to be like clinical definitions of that word. Um, and as I said, um, the talk around trauma is shifting. And so that's why I put on there, take a deep breath and look inside. Is that the best word to describe it to you? Mm. Because, you know, maybe somebody, you know, was bullied in high school and, you they are just the kind of person where it rolls off their back. And the next person just takes it to heart. It is so much more than they have the ability to cope with. Hmm. So that's really the key in determining whether it was traumatic or or not for you. So was it more than you could handle and recover from your ability to deal with it? Um, And so then, you know, we don't have to keep going around comparing like, well, I didn't live through a war, I didn't live through, you know, um, this event or that event. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if it's still producing the symptoms of trauma, and you can go look them up. There's some really great websites. Um, I remember when I found that list, and I was like, "Wow, I have every single one." You know, and I've never been to war. Um, I haven't fought fires. Um, and uh,
0: or, or for example, the the tragic losses of nine eleven here in the U. S. Exactly. A. It's like yeah. A lot of people were traumatized by that.
1: Yeah. And actually, a lot of my American colleagues were commenting during your election that a lot of what they were seeing in their sessions, that was enough to be traumatizing to many people. Hmm. So it's not something physical, you know, but they felt threatened. Well, me, by
0: certain my or... was traumatized. She's very yeah. well spoken about it. But...
1: They, yeah, <laughs> so. it was threatening and it puts up that defensive system. I need to be hypervigilant. I need to be protecting myself. It's hard to let it go. Hard to wind down. Yeah. So those are some of the... of the symptoms of that so it really depends per person you know and where your body's at like you said you work really hard at uh your nutrition your exercise um you're probably going to have a better bounce back ability i guess um you could say with proper
0: Um, sleep cycles as well and everything else but i mean
1: all those things
0: everything that's that's something i always remind people guys like yeah i'm a fitness nut i'm a health nut um I really in the past couple of years became a bigger nut about the power of rest and recovery. Like, Hey man, if I feel a little beat up, I'll take an extra rest day. Like that's my body talking to me. And that's mm-hmm. the power of what everything you're talking about right now is that a lot of people don't have the ability to listen yes. to their body's energy. Right? Yeah. It takes time to get to that point. Definitely. And, is, is, yeah. Isn't it true that that's different for everybody too? Like clearly You've already told us your story and and you weren't I mean, how, where you're at today, you could not hear or feel or, or I don't know, listen at the same level you were 10 years ago, 14 years no. ago.
1: Yeah. exactly. yeah. And so I've actually like taken a little notebook and like written out like this, when I'm experiencing this, this means this. So what have you found like I need to rest and relax? What are the things that you notice happening in your body at that time?
0: That's a good point. It's a it's a, 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 a classic fitness trick, for example, is that, hey, when you go work out, you keep a little journal. And like for some people nowadays, like our younger millennial generation, they'll be using their their iPhones or whatever. And I actually, I do recommend using the Evernote app. It's You can use it for anything. I use it for my business and everything. But the point is, is like if you take notes, number one, especially if you're handwriting it, when you physically write something, there's actually a psychological connection in your brain that triggers that and actually improves blatant memorization. Um, mm-hmm. But more importantly, to your point, like, again historically, guys, just say, hey, write down your workouts because then you could look back and see where you were at a month ago, ninety days, you know, six months ago. Well, yeah. it's like everything you're talking about right here. Like, okay, what do you feel? What do you hear in your mindset, your meditation, whatever today? Now, fast forward ninety days from now, you're gonna be writing things completely different, right?
1: Yeah. And once you figure out like one thing that your body's saying to you, that doesn't mean you're going to remember it, you know, three weeks down the road. So write it down that it just saves, you know, having to go back and figure it out again.
0: Hmm. <laughs> saves time. I love getting these little nooks and cranes. Our listeners, guys, like she's giving you some hacks. Okay. So take <laughs> notes. And it, again, it's a podcast. So you just pause and hit that little rewind button on the app, like 30 seconds and hear it again. So I do it all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I um, love those buttons. They're so handy.
0: <laughs> right? I was like, oh, man, what did they say? 15 seconds, 30 seconds? Boom. Okay. Yeah, it's it Actually, perfect. I think iTunes is different. I use the Stitcher app a lot, and they each have a different rewind feature. And one, I love it for 15 seconds, and one, sometimes I love it for the thirty second. I was like, there's no consistency there. But, hey, it's still very, very helpful. <laughs> yes. Um, so with your target audience, clearly, ladies, you, you don't work with men at all, right?
1: You know, if something on my website really um, connected with a man,
0: okay. um,
1: I would be very open to working with him. Hmm. Um, but yeah, generally, I do work with women, uh, both in my online practice and where I work in the Free Energy Clinic here. So,
0: yeah, okay, that's I something know. I wanted to pop into. I'm glad you brought that up. What? If our listeners are like, "What's a free energy clinic?" So <laughs> I'll say it more seriously. Like seriously, like what is a free? energy clinic i mean um because i poked around your site i didn't know about that like clearly that's something separate okay now are you like basically there is a resource because of your profession like what are we what are we talking about here
1: yeah, so there's this amazing woman that I met here. She moved here from Belgium about 15 years ago. Um, we're near Tamarindo, Costa Rica. Okay. And she said, basically, she set up a resource center. She fundraised 70% of the cost to build the building and get everything running herself. The government wow. contributed 30%. And um, she, so she provides resources to people living in poverty or extreme poverty. So that is characterized as in my area, uh, 31,000 colones a month is extreme poverty. So that works out to around 62 us dollars a month or less.
0: That's I mean, pretty extreme. Um, that's
1: pretty extreme.
0: I just did a, some, yeah. uh, a, I actually had on a charity, a swimming charity from Nicaragua mm. and they come back up here because the, the guys who found it are from here. Uh, they come up here, do do a lot of their fundraising for like a few weeks, and he and then the one coach goes back and he can, he runs the program there, getting kids in the pool, teaching them how to become great swimmers, et cetera. And I had no idea that Nicaragua was listed as like literally like number two as the the poorest country on, in the in their hemisphere. Yeah, um, and yeah. I think I think their family income worked out to be like you just said was a sixty two, or sixty yeah. something. I think theirs was, yeah. was like a hundred. Like it was, wow, it's not that much better. It's, no, it's pretty bad. So. Yes.
1: Yeah, so myself and a homeopath and um, one woman who does acupuncture, midwife, um work, and she was a nurse in the United States. Mm-hmm. we all come together and we have an amazing translator. and we provide our services for free wow. um, for an entire day every week at this clinic, um, serving the the local the local women in our community and their children usually.
0: Is there a, a, pardon me, but I mean, is there like a website for the clinic? Like if people are listening to this and they want to like follow it or learn more about it, or is right. there anything that exists online or is it all? That is my grassroots? next
1: step for my website. Ah,
0: you were going to um, add it. You were going to add in something to help them get more exposure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. Um, but you can is Google that. Is there a name that. for it? Yes. It's called Sepia. C-E-P-I-A. So I'm sure if you Googled Sepia Guanacaste, G u a n. I'm gonna write this down. I got
0: it. Google, Google uh, auto recognizes. Let's stay. Now, yeah,
1: G U A N E C A S T E. That's the province screen. we're in. Oh, great. Hold on. Boom. Um,
0: there's a sepia. There it is. is yeah,
1: that is them. And they're just working. Is this working the building
0: still. she built? Yes,
1: That's it's just beautiful. Gorgeous. So there's a library, a computer oh, lab. T- touch screen.
0: Um, I can zoom in. There you go. Yeah. Watchers on YouTube, our listeners, again, you guys can always find this in the show notes and click to the YouTube video and go see this. It. Like, this is gorgeous.
1: It is. Yeah. So we have daycare for high risk kids there after school programs for high risk, um, clothing, um, like courses to learn how to sew or use computers to provide the skills that can get families into a different income
0: bracket. Wow. And yeah. so you're, you guys have sponsors and partners to help you try and, you know, cover some of the association. So yeah. Rica.org is what I'm on, but that's not her actual site or that is the actual site.
1: I believe that is the actual site. Yep. And there, if anybody would like to contribute, um, there's donors there. And if you're ever down in our area, please come for a tour. Um, we'd love to have you there. Yep. There oh. they are on Facebook.
0: I'm going to bring that yeah. up too. And again, here's what we're going to do to our listeners, guys. I'm going to go ahead and add this. Usually I have just like the bios and all of, all of uh, Shauna's social, social media for her organization's show notes. But like, dude, anytime bring, people bring, promote somebody, talk about somebody, I'm going to put the backlinks in the show notes because you never know. And plus, Google likes that. It, it could give them <laughs> maybe my site and what you and I are coming together and doing today could potentially increase a little more online exposure in the Google world. Like that would yeah. be an awesome thing. So. That would be
1: amazing. Yeah. And we were talking sort of before the show officially started that hurricane or tropical storm Nate visited us a couple weeks ago. Yes. So,
0: I like their page. you know, there
1: are people who don't have, um, we've been cooking and taking food out and people will be saying, you know, we haven't fed our children in three days. Um, so they are just working, working, working to get out medical care, um, you know, clothing, food. Um, that's probably a picture right yeah, there. There well, we so, go.
0: To our listeners, Many we're showing people- a Facebook page right now. That's a muddy-looking yep. photo of a house, I'm guessing.
1: That is their dirt floor, and um, the water just comes down the mountain and right through the house. The house oh, is that's still literally standing.
0: flowing through the house.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it just takes the house away. So,
0: Dear Lord.
1: That is somebody's
0: house. Just, and this is something we take for granted, guys. Listen to yeah. men and ladies listening to this. But wow. Mm-hmm. This is um, this is powerful.
1: Yeah. So it's just amazing to meet these women. I mean, these women and their families and what they go through, they are strong, amazing women. Yeah. I love working with them. And yeah.
0: This is, this is so cute. I mean, she's got yeah. a little, little kitten there. And this is true. Like, we see this in the aftermath on the news. Like, people don't realize like, to our listeners, guys, again, this is for our USA listeners, but really anybody around the world, if you follow anything in the online news, like, and you Google Hurricane Plus Costa Rica, You're gonna see powerful images. Costa Rica got you guys got your butt kicked. I don't know how the best way to put it. So,
1: yes, yes, we did.
0: (laughs) And I mean, honestly, you look at this photograph, and I see metal roof panels being used for wall paneling Mm -hmm. and basic two by four structure. Like you get, I mean, if this was if this house is still standing, they were just lucky and in a good spot because that would have gotten leveled by hurricane force winds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably their drinking water in those buckets back there. So
0: (laughs) I can only speak to this from construction because I'm not a construction professional, but I did build homes with Habitat for Humanity and I helped build five homes. So I got to learn a lot about proper building and granted, but these were homes were built up here in the U S actually literally 20 minutes from me. Uh, for low-income families. So right. Oh,
1: that, I love that organization.
0: Yeah, I love Habitat. Habitat's awesome. Again, yeah. sh- shout out to our Habitat followers. Anybody who, yes. listening to this show, if you do Habitat volunteer work, we love mm-hmm. you because it changed. It was one of those. I do a lot of charity work for different charities, and it's just one of those experiences that helped change my life. So I loved it because, like, there you literally see the future homeowners working alongside of you because it's required. It's part of the program. Yeah. Like I, I actually made one of the. I'm flashback right now. I made one of the fathers. Um, I was working on his house and uh, they actually made me like house build team leader or whatever, because the main construction manager or Habitat just didn't like talking to people. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're running a not-for-profit that helps Perfect. people. I was like, and you have all, vol- this all depends on volunteers and you want to talk to people. He's like, listen, you just take that team. That guy's going to take that team. He's like, I'll just talk to you. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but it was just so cool because he had never been on the second floor of a house. His prior home was always first story. Mm-hmm. So we were building it and I took up on the second floor and then we got ready to build the roof. I'm like, hey, man, you're coming up here, man. Like, this is, I was like, you're going to, I was like, I, I tied him off, put a safety harness on him, I'm like, come up here because I was the guy who just like literally would run from rooftop to rooftop and, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid of that stuff. So he, he I remember because he's like, oh, he's like, you're uh, in a uh, Latin accent. He's like, you're a crazy monkey.
1: <laughs> and I
0: was like, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool because I got him up there at least for a little bit, got him to actually, uh, uh, take a route. You know, we were putting the plywood on, we weren't even putting the roof shingles yet. And he got to you know, at least hammer a few nails, you know, into his future roof. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, a year later when we finally dedicated that home and that development that we were building, um, he was like, dude, he's like, that was cool, man. He's like, um, and not his exact words, <laughs> but he said, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was actually one of my most memorable experiences of building the house because you were right. Like knowing that this was going to be the roof that protects my family and uh, for years to come. And it was just, you know what it is. It's at least one of those experiences you just never forget. It was cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were talking about that, like work-life business balance. And um, that's one of the things I think that just makes such a big difference. Just what you were saying, taking some time, to you know, help out in some really productive way. People who just have less than you, and yeah. you just realize how much you have. You don't have to be so panicky about it, and and it's just like recharging for the batteries. You oh, know, yeah.
0: it, it's it's, just- it's like it's like today. Um, I'm wearing my friend's pedal. Sh- uh, he's a bike shop in Colorado, uh, but and I'm wearing Imba, which is the International Mountain Biking Association. Uh, but because literally right now today, I spent all day with other volunteers at my local park we're hosting for the second year in a row, a uh, it's called the Pennsylvania interscholastic uh, bicycling association. And it literally helps middle school and high school kids and and school systems build mountain bike race teams for mountain biking, which normally I've only ever seen in Colorado where I used to live there too, but I'm from here. And it's just so cool. It's like last year we had 200 kids from all over the state of Pennsylvania show up a race. This year we have 400 showing up. So we were out there like taping off the course in the woods and, and I was fixing trail systems and people like were, had, people are texting me like, Hey man, like, Hey, we want to hang out today. I'm like, no nah, dude on the trails. <laughs> <laughs> and because and when you and I finish here, I'm going to go and hang out with the guys who run the organization. Cause they're just all hanging out, you know, having beverages together at one of the guys house. I'm like, Hey, i want to swing over, get to know you guys better. Cause this is my park. I volunteer. I, I build trails here all the time. It's just something it's, I'm a huge biker. So that's how I tie myself to my community. And yeah. yeah, it's just, I guess, I guess the big picture, of everything you and I are saying that keeps popping in my head, I wanted to say was the energy that comes off of that is really what I take away nowadays. Now that I've moved further along the timeline, I've done a lot of charity mm-hmm. work over the years. It was in the beginning, I used to feel like selfish because I'd be promoting it. And I wasn't trying to self promote, I was trying to attract more people to come. Uh, so I was like, Hey, I wasn't bragging that, like, Hey, I did this and built a house. I mean, no, I want you to come out and experience Habitat for Humanity, dude. It's life changing. we mm-hmm. come out and build a mountain biking trail and then come pedal it. I'll show you how to race it better, whatever. Um, and I think that's the energy since you're an energy guru as well. It's like, <laughs> this is the kind of energy that becomes hard grained in us. And then we don't realize it, but we're actually giving it off. It's emanating out of us. Yeah. And it totally helps me get more aligned. Like I, I came home here, and I was like, Boom, two podcasts, you're the second one, and my fiance I, I literally had time to grill dinner, serve dinner my fiance came in, started doing podcasts, and she's just like, You just haven't stopped today, and I was like, I'm high as a kite right now. I feel <laughs> friggin awesome, so uh, yeah, I think that's important people to, to eventually find those energies they're powerful and they're natural,
1: mm, mm-hmm. yeah, find out what fills the tank for you, and it's not just working all the time,
0: yeah. It's lifestyle balance. Like you you, you said, you said, listen, that's part of the lifestyle balance. And again, to our listeners, guys, ladies and gentlemen, maybe you're not excited by charity work. That's cool. We're not going to think anything less of you, although I truly think that everybody needs to get a taste of it. But fine, big picture. Maybe it's just like use hinted. Taking the time off, unplug. Unplug Mm -hmm. from all the technology. Go spend time. Go read a book. Learn to meditate maybe just try intermittent fasting. Hey, I'm just not going to eat because breakfast, it means break fast breakfast. So I was like, Hey, maybe I'm going to push my breakfast to lunchtime. You do that for a couple of days. Just, just try it. Cause like everybody's like, Oh, I don't fast. I don't cleanse. I'm like, try it. Can't knock it till yeah. you try it. Charity work. That's right. Can't yeah. knock it till you try it. People are like, Oh, Costa Rica got the butt kicked by a hurricane. I don't want to go there. I'm like, can't knock it till you try it. It's still on my <laughs> travel list. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, you'll still have a great time. And that's right. Like your mom always said, you know, you can't complain about broccoli until you try it. Mm. <laughs> so whatever it is, I you did know, not like
0: broccoli as a kid, <laughs> I buy it like a giant bag load. I steam it. I grill it. I, oh yeah. I, I drizzle it in garlic olive yeah. oil. Yeah. It's
1: just, yeah, just like like never stop learning, never stop trying. And it's what keeps you alive. You know, it's people who are done with learning. They're, they're set, you know, and they're not going anywhere different. That's like a really long death to me. (laughs)
0: Yes. 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 Thank you. You Thank you. Like these are the things that keep us young emotionally, mentally. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, if you align yourself mentally and emotionally the physical will follow. That's yes. something that I have learned over the years. Like if yeah. you're if you're hitting a wall in your lifestyle goals, your fitness goals, your training goals, the biggest thing that I have found that breaks through the physical wall is taking some time, like you have done, Shauna. You've had to take the time to not focus on the physical. You needed to start focusing on the energy, the mental, the emotional, and that energy to get your body to the point where it was finally ready to start listening in again and ready to take on that new stimulation and start healing and getting strong again.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And you know what, I think it's like taking that internal journey for me that actually led to us moving down to Costa Rica, you know, the inside reflects the outside. And, you know, I, I lived overseas actually as a child, but never as the adult in the family, like done all the paperwork, gotten all those details in order, Um, it scared the pants off me. Um, But (laughs) we did it, you know, we're like, hey, we can come back in a year. And it has been the best thing for our family. It was a huge risk. You know, we we're Canadians, we more lean towards French instead of Spanish, we really didn't know any Spanish. And it was a gigantic risk. And I none of my family would go back. And we are, I think the happiest we've ever been just well, because we the, followed that and took that risk.
0: The other beauty of that is they always say like, if you want to learn a language, immerse yourself in the culture. So yeah, it was, it kind of freaked you out, but yeah, you're now surrounded by it. So you're going to pick it up sooner or later.
1: Yeah, it, it's going to happen. It just take it one step at a time. And that's how you make big change in your life is one step at a time.
0: Love that. Well, so we got to get this show to the close because I still got to go catch up with those other volunteers. But I hinted at it earlier before we started recording this, like, I love to close out the show with our co host having the final words and that final message to leave behind. And you've already shared so much powerful messaging with us tonight. I love, I, I'm definitely, again, a shout out to the uh, CPS, C-E-P-I-A, Costa Rica. Check them out, guys. I'm going to have them linked in the show notes. Um, but what is, is there an all-encompassing message that's leading you forward right now that, if our listeners forget everything about you and, and obviously your brand, which i are not allowed to, because I already have, I'm going to have everything all over the website. So again, guys, the sheltering com Y E W. Um, but what is an all encompassing message or, or something you want to leave behind for our listeners that they can remember about you and help maybe convince them to start following your butt. <laughs> all, right. <laughs>
1: all right. Thanks so much. Um, I think the biggest thing that I would say is my life was miserable. It was, you know, I lived in pain, I lived in fatigue, it was miserable internally. And I didn't know how to get up out of that. Um, and so it really was one step at a time. That was a thing. and um that that led me to my body and the body gets a lot of disrespect but the body is just this safe place it is full of so much generosity so much abundance so much information for you about how to heal how to live your life whether it's like take an adventure move to costa rica or you know a smaller adventure whatever it is the body is the most amazing guide i have ever found
0: love that there you go, guys. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the body is one of those powerful things. Let it guide you. So, Sean yes. Hangtai, I'll give you a proper goodbye. To our listeners, another awesome Live the Fuel episode. I feel even more energized right now. I don't know about you. And if you're not, you might want to follow the shelteringyou.com because maybe you can start picking up some new little tips and you know little little ways to start spiking that energy level because that's what life is all about, guys. So, again, thanks for listening in to another Live the Fuel show. This is what we're all about. As I always say, keep living the fired up, epic life. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, more importantly, please subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher and get us the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future as live the fuel grows. So again, subscribe, submit a review, stay in touch. Heck, on that point, go visit livethefueltank.com. livethefueltank.com. That will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world. All right, last quick little piece here for you guys, some extra value. One, go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there, we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7s resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle, and two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com and number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there, and you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please, and thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, My nutritional and health alignment with IsoGenics since 2010, uh, the Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world. You can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them, and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, Guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David D-A-V-I-D studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We haven't just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin and uh, Fickick, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour. Oh, more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at LiveTheFuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Live the Fuel. Live the fired up, epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.